Welcome back to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast, a show all about inspiring smart, busy women to put their happiness at the top of their to-do list. Join your host and life coach, Dion Thompson, as she chats with amazing women who have figured out how to make their happiness a priority, and more importantly, what it's really like to go from hot mess to awesomeness. And now, on with the show. to the Hot Mess to Awesomeness podcast. I am your host and life coach, Dion Thompson. Ooh, so much fun. Those songs that my guest, Kathy, has shared with us for our pre-recording dance party. Um, I am not surprised by the good feeling songs that my guest chose as she is kind of an aficionado of good times and laughter and all things... <laughs> positive and forward moving. I am so excited to have Kathy Nesbitt as my guest today. And I was introduced to Kathy, it feels like a quite a while ago. I was, I was really interested in having laughter yoga um, brought to a circle that I was hosting. And I asked a bunch of my yoga friends, they're like, yeah, totally know about it. Don't do it. Uh, I saw it's on my list of things to do. It's not something I do now. And I was very excited to get referred to Kathy and, and learn about her. Now that didn't transpire because life changes and things happen, but I was still very excited to have, um, you in my world and to know that there is someone as fun and fabulous and exciting as you. And what's even a little bit more interesting is that we, yes, we are probably going to talk about some laughter yoga, but more importantly, we're going to talk about worms. Yes, you heard me right. We're <laughs> going to talk about worms and I am pumped. So some of you may know that my background is in biology and I do have a biology degree and um, I am always fascinated by the way that the world works and I was very excited to um, you and I had this really great conversation about the impact. So, uh, of now I'm going to please tell me if I, is it vermiculture? What is the vermiculture or vermicomposting? Vermicomposting. So Kathy is going to share with us her, her massive expertise in relation to literally saving the world with worms. And I wanted to bring you on today, Kathy, to talk about sort of the, the juxtaposition of, doing something that feels good and doing something that feels good and how those two parts of you come together and how you move through all of the wonderful things that you do really with a, with a vision and a light. And I'm really excited to have you here. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you, Dion. I'm, I'm so honored to be on your podcast. Yeah. Oh, I think it's so beautiful what you're creating here. It's, it's magic. You. Thank you. you know, inspiring women, it's, it's what we need to do. The world needs leaders right now, like more than ever. We always needed them, but now more than ever. Um, yeah, we need people to step up. Whatever you're passionate about, just go do that. Right. And, yeah. and I think that it's, that leading from within is really a powerful, I want to say movement right now. Um, not negating power or negating strength or anything of that nature, but, but really finding that thing that that drives you and moving through it um, to make a to make a change to have an impact because we are each having a distinctive ripple effect on this 
world right now. And if we each choose to show up in our best light and our best way in a way that, that feels right and that it honors how we want to show up in the world, um, we're all doing a great service. So, so yeah, so I'm glad that you're here because you are definitely doing that. And I'm excited to learn more about your journey. And I know that you have been committed to um, the work that you do for a long time and, and have been sort of ebbing and flowing through it. And um, I'm excited to hear about what's transpiring now in your world with laughter yoga and with um, the worms and the composting and all of that, because of course we just came through a very significant period of time where many people were turning to at-home gardening and turning to looking inward and what impact am I having? What am I doing here? What's going on? So, um, so I'm excited to hear about that as well. Fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. So, so Kathy, tell us, so as many of my listeners know, I am always fascinated by the journey, the, 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 the moments, the stories that bring us to those light points, that bring us to that awareness of what really is driving us and what lights us up. And I remember you telling me about when you started to learn about the impact that um, worm composting can have, like a light bulb, and you're like, I, this needs to go out there, this needs to happen. And so I'm interested in hearing about what was that like in those times when sort of like the, the before life and then the light bulb moment and then what sort of led you on this path to explore more of you and and to really align yourself with with what lights you up yeah it's 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 a fascinating journey i mean like everybody's journey you think i want to get to this place (laughs) this is what i want to do right and it's never a straight path right it's (laughs) always like oh there's a boulder go over that there's i gotta go under that river or whatever you know under exactly. the river, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All over the river, yeah. <laughs> I got to dig a tunnel first. I don't know. <laughs> right? So so it was kind of like that. I didn't know. I mean, I, you know, for, for the listeners, I mean, I have a worm composting business, indoor composting with worms, selling worms by the pound. Like, for God's sakes, I could have chose something simpler. <laughs> or like, clearly, it's not just about money. Right. There's some passion there. There's some. I would dr- some, be selling yeah. chocolate or something if if it was about money, you know, right. like something that people want. <laughs> right. Or know know that they want. Know that they want. They, yes. Yeah. They. Yeah. That's right. Want versus need. Okay. They need to have worms, but they don't want them. <laughs> oh, I like well, that. Well, that's. I, I, I believe that's until you show up, because I mean, I understand the concept of them. Again, I have some science background, but I never wanted them right? And I'm like, I can appreciate my need. But after speaking with you, I'm like, fuck, I need like, and want. Yeah. And, and I'm driven to this idea because your passion and your, um, and, and your why is so strong and so evident and so powerful and, and, and so attractive. So it's drawing, it's drawing me in, it's drawing people in. Um, so I'm, I'm interested in sort of what originally drew you in? Like, what were you doing? And then, boom, <laughs> worms. Okay, like, uh, like kind of the condensed version because I'd like to get into more of of the of my life. I, but I, and I understand what you're because you're people that are watching. If you're you know struggling, you're like, I hate my job. I hate my life. 
life is meant to be joyful and full of grace and gratitude. You just need to find your way and it's fine because I think society sometimes puts us into a spot and we get stuck there. So quickly about my journey, I was a secretary for 20 years. <laughs> I don't, I don't turn fast, I guess. <laughs> Okay, uh, but I didn't know. Okay, so um, so I changed jobs every year. Mm. I guess that was one clue that I probably was a bit independent or different. I changed jobs every year. I didn't understand you need a job to get a job because how do you get a job if you have a job? Like right. how many times can you lie about dentist appointments? Right. Right? Oh, I'm going to the doctor again. Like, oh, you must be really sick. <laughs> or pregnant. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, so I never understood that. Like there's a lot of things in society. I just don't, I don't get, I don't get it. Like work hard. Stay, this was my, what I was told as a child, like work hard, get a job, stay there, be loyal. The company mm. will reward you with a gold watch in 30 years when you retire. Right. Like, why do you need a watch when you retire? Was what I, I was like, what? <laughs> no, don't you need a watch so you can get to work on? I don't know. I didn't get it. Ooh, too much <laughs> but logic. Great, <laughs> but I was a great secretary, by the way. I like not that I, I didn't dislike it. Now I look back and I'm like, oh, how did I have all those admin skills? I feel like I don't have them anymore. <laughs> I used them all up. <laughs> uh, you know, now I'm doing what I want to do. I didn't I, I did that because we can learn all kinds of things. We can learn and be good at anything, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Maybe not anything, but you know, like there's certain things we can learn and if we do them we get good at them right. so i was good and i'm a great people person so you know i had powerful jobs because i was i was dedicated i did work hard i was loyal uh, you know i was a people pleaser so of course mm -hmm. i would say yes like get my coffee like get your own damn coffee <laughs> what you wanted to say right oh how would you like it a little uh, extra spice okay good <laughs> Not at the time though, right? At no. the time it's like, you know, yes, and, and yes. you know, all the things that are happening now with women. So it's like, yeah, there I was in that era. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, okay, so fast forward, here we go. I was getting my psych degree at night. I and my goal was not to get a degree, but I really enjoyed going to university at night. I really enjoyed mm -hmm. the people that you meet at night school. They're different that's different than just going not and I don't mean just to diminish, diminish but going to the day and going at night deciding that you want to go and spend your hours at night when you could be at home you know right. it's a different TV. it's a different energy for sure and yeah. because the there's a unifying factor between all of you which is I'm doing something else right now but I really am trying to shift things and I'm making a commitment to come here on top of everything else not that someone during the day isn't doing the same thing, but many of them are not. Many of them, then this is the thing. Like I am committed 100% to school. And, yes. um, but yeah, I would envision that for night school, like either you're full-time working or you're full-time something. And, and on top of everything else, you're choosing to, you know, get this, this level of education. So I can, I can appreciate that big time. Yeah. And so I loved it anyway, but it took me 15 years. <laughs> I say to the kids now when I do workshops at high schools, I'm like, stay in school, you'll get there. <laughs> 15 years. Yep. But I was, a grad, I was a grad of 2000. Hallelujah. I sound so young. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay. So, what, so then what? Okay. So then um, 
uh, my, the last 10 years as a secretary, I worked as a temporary worker. Okay. So working, to, you know, a vacation here, two weeks there, like 10 years as a temp. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right. I, I, I clearly, I, I, I didn't know there was another way. So anyone watching, there's another way if you're, and I wasn't unsatisfied, but I was because I moved all the time. So I didn't know that I was unsatis, uh, unsat, unhappy, but I was, yeah. You know, I had stomach issues and, and it's really interesting. It's uh, like, now I'm like, wow, as soon as I got my own thing and all, there's different stresses for sure. Um, but like that thing of, I, I, I can't explain it. <laughs> Well, you know, often when um, what we're experiencing doesn't align with the beliefs that we're holding on to, which were that are impressed upon us as a young age, right? So work hard, do the job, do the thing, and here's the, and 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 an earlier time, here's the short list of jobs you can actually do as a woman. You know, make sure you fit into one of these categories, and our body doesn't care. And it, it, so although we may not be listening and, and, and paying attention, obviously it, there's parts of our body that, that are like rebelling against this, this incongruency with what we truly want. And so I, I think um, it's very common. And I know a lot of women, once they sort of step out of their old sort of belief systems and, and break through to that, that place of desire, they go, oh, I, you know what? I, I don't have that thing anymore, that tension, that pain, that ache, that, that creak, that, uh, you know, all of those things, all of a sudden they're just, and maybe not gone because of long-term impact, who knows, but, but there's a definite uh, shift there. So, mm. but, but again, often it doesn't happen until you're out of it and you go, oh shit, I, oh, oh, and you start connecting the dots, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So my last, I, it's funny that my last, um, my last, was it? Yeah, it was my last assignment. Uh, was was a month long assignment at a at a drug company, Young and Shepherd, up on the top floor. <laughs> and the one, so I was a secretary for a VP for a month. The woman was so afraid that I was going to take her job, she left me no work. She didn't leave me the passcode to get into her like email. I mean, I get it, but a month I'm there. She did all the filing, like there was nothing. So I was like, oh man, <laughs> okay. So I talked to everybody, I met everybody. And I was like, how am I, I said, how am I gonna leave my impact if I, have, if I can't prove myself? How am I gonna make an impact? So uh, it was December, December 23rd. I was going to work, Young and Shepherd. I had put my pass thing in, I'm parking in an underground garage. I put my pass thing in, I'm early because I have a good work ethic. So I arrive. I'm obviously keen to get to work because instead of putting the brake on when the door wasn't open, fully open yet, I put the gas on and I Ooh. took the, the door off. <laughs> and being the, the diligent, you know, people pleasing person, I still parked in my proper spot. I could have parked anyway. No one else is coming in. <laughs> okay, so it's Christmas time, Young and Shepherd. Oh my gosh. So I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the area, all those um, office towers, right? No parking on the street because there's a subway there. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, I go to the security desk and I said, he's reading the paper, having his coffee, you know, the monitors there. I'm like, oh my God, seeing all the cars lining up, you know, and they're all stuck on the ramp now. Now they're like, oh, you know, curses, what's happening? <laughs> so I said, excuse me. Um, 
he looks up, man. Eh? I was like, um, I took the door off the off the garage, the doors off the garage. I took it off, and he's like, like kind of whatever. And I'm like, no, look in the monitor. Like, <laughs> there's a problem. You gotta act, guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh wow. So I left my mark when I left that. Like the boss came up. And she's like, so good for, oh, somebody, da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, not somebody, it's me. Okay, stop. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I, I, like, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, now my insurance is going up. Like, I made my mark, all right. They'll remember me. That's good for me. But, the, but 17 people took me out for lunch when that assignment was over. Oh. I think they felt, I don't know if they felt so bad or they really did like me that much. <laughs> <laughs> So be careful what you wish for. Like mm-hmm. is a big message there because I wanted to leave my mark at, on that company and I did. But yeah. you know, I left my mark for a lot of other people too. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. So so then then what brought you? So you did the the ten years of temp, sort of that last gig. You left your mark literally and figuratively, and um, and then what shifted? What? Well, you never know where you're going to meet somebody. So I was getting my psych degree and at that assignment, um, there was a gentleman that had a child with a brain injury and I wanted to work in long-term care. That was what I was, I I really wanted to do activation in long-term care. And I know it's a gift now that I didn't end up working in that field because I'm so sensitive. Um, It would have been really hard to connect with people and then have them um, go all the time. I, I really admire people that work in that industry. Anyway, okay, I'm getting weepy just thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> so I, so somebody said to him, hey, don't you know anybody that is hiring? And just them saying that, it was just kind of an odd question for that man. But he said to me, oh, just this morning in the Arab Banner, there was an ad for New Leaf. They were looking for counselors and, you know, working with special needs. And I was like, oh, I don't know anything about that industry. And he said, you want to work in long-term care. He said, imagine these residents are similar to that, just they have more energy. And I was like, oh, it was a great analogy. And so I said, okay. So I got a job at at New Leaf and I thought that's why I was put on earth. I was like, I love this. It was so beautiful. I love that industry. I couldn't work with management. Mm. More politics than any office I ever worked in. I worked in a lot of offices. And there's more politics and social work than any any yeah. office I ever worked in. That's a struggle, and I'm I. You're not the first to say that, you know. And and when you are someone who is passion driven, not policy driven, um, it can become just too much of a clash to to be able to get to the good stuff. Like you know, you know the good work is there. It just you can't get past this piece, right? And um, I, so what, what was that? Was that part of the, the shift, the, the sort like in my mind, I'm envisioning a little bit of like personal, ugh, like I am not, not doing this good work and I want to, but there's this problem. So what am I going to do next? Uh, one of my strengths and weaknesses is, um, a, my intolerance of abuse of power mm. and, it goes many ways, you know, like, so it's, don't get me wrong. New Leaf is a beautiful place. If you live there, the, the people are well taken care of. Um, if you work there, it's a little bit different because um, I don't, I'm not sure why they, I, 
maybe it's an ego. I'm not sure why that would, would be, but, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so abuse of power. So I couldn't, so that's, yeah, a blessing and a curse. There we go. I, right. yeah. So, so I either had to stay or had to change it. Right. And so I decided to, to go. And so what happened? I got a job, um, at a working at a local school as a ready freelance behavior management specialist. Cool. Sounds exciting, eh? Doesn't fit on a business card. Freelance <laughs> means I didn't have a safety net when I got injured. Right, right. And I did get injured. Mm. And um, yeah, and then I was thinking about this worm business. I got injured at work. And, you know, I, these, there's no mistakes with any of these things. There's no, you know, you wonder, well, why did that happen? Right. You'll see or you won't. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. You might find yep. out, you might not. Yep. But I got injured at work. And then that was another thing. My stepfather died at, when, I w when he was 38. And I was like, oh, my God, uh, people die young. And, and at, from that, I, that's probably why I changed jobs so many times, because I said, I'm never going to stay in a job if it doesn't serve me. Uh, yep. So there I was at this place. I mean, I was a, working with one client. I had one client and I got injured by him. Mm. I, I didn't feel safe there. Right. So I was like, I got to go, right? I got to, I got to get, I got to scoot from here because this is not serving me. <laughs> and then there was an ad in the paper that said, are you a woman? Do you have a business idea? It was a business course through the Women's Center of York Region to take, to, to, you know, take a business course, write a business plan. I said to my husband, I'm quitting my job. I'm taking this course. I'm going to start a worm business. Won't that be fun? <laughs> And we've been together a long time, so he knows me. And so he said, okay, that's great. I support you. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> so I, how did the, did the, were, was the laughter yoga, I know for a lot of people, yoga is something that just you kind of do and you keep doing and it's off to the side. Um, was it something that was kind of a mainstay? Because I remember you talking about how it sort of existed and then the worm business sort of happened and the two just moved in tandem, which I found really fascinating. Um, but it, was it, was like, had you been doing that all along? Sort of your commitment to your yoga practice or the, the laughter yoga in particular? Yeah, so no, laughter yoga is, is fairly new, actually. From oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 2015, I, I was introduced to laughter yoga. Ooh. Maybe 2014. Um, but, you know, I, I'm a natural laugher, and <laughs> the, the worm business is heavy. It's a, it's a, heavy, mm. um, it's a heavy mission. Um, and I do call it a mission <laughs> because I think it's – I do believe it's super important, and it's really something easy that people can do. So it's quite heavy and it's worms in the house. And um, I, I think because it's worms and worms have a negative connotation, right? Like can of worms, um, tapeworms, mm. viruses or computer virus sometimes are worms. Yeah. Worm just is a bad name, a bad word. So um, I, I feel like that gives people permission to say whatever they want. You know, before COVID, I was doing a lot of um, events you know, farmers markets and eco fair, I don't know, just wherever I could be, I would be there with my table. And as an empath, I have to say, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be ready for, you gotta be ready for people to, well, when you have a worm business and people feel like they, they have permission to say whatever they want, I, I, 
you know, again, with a psych degree, I love learning why people are the way they are, why they react the way they do. So I'm fascinated when people say, ew, worms or whatever, and they I say, what, you know, what's happening? And then they tell me that, you know, they were often I'm meeting a lot of adults who were traumatized in the schoolyard by, um, you know, after a rainy, after, on a rainy day or whatever, by somebody, a worm down the shirt, a Thor worm at them, or a sibling. <laughs> so they're traumatized, right? You carry that. If you're afraid of something, you're not inviting it into your house, even no. if you're not acknowledging. And what a, what a significant challenge. And I don't think a lot of people, um, you know, when you're going into business and you have an excitement about something, it, that's not, you don't usually think about how um, the, the emotional, I mean, we, we think about the response we want to get from potential clients and we're looking for people and we're thinking about sales and all of those things, but, but to be consistently anticipating a negative emotional response and then having to learn patterning and having to learn systems for yourself to be able to move through that and still present and still show up, that's, that's pretty intense. And I can appreciate that. And I'm glad that you found laughter yoga as, as I would envision as part of sort of a balance there to, to keep you grounded. Um, I'm, I'm interested as well. I mean, I, I'd love to know a little bit more about um, your why, like, what is the, like, tell us a little bit about worms from your passionate, positive point of view. Um, because I, I can guarantee there's probably some listeners that were like, we're going to be talking about worms. And again, that same negative emotional response that, they, mm. that they're feeling. And so if, if you're listening and you're having that moment right now, take a big deep breath. And, and Kathy, please share with us sort of your, your perspective, the joy that you found in this business and, and share that piece. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, oh my gosh. Well, the worms, um, just like regular outdoor composting this is you know done indoor it can be outside spring summer and fall so the worms convert your they need just or just like outdoor composting the worms require a carbon nitrogen mix so the carbon is the bedding shredded paper leaves straw cardboard are your you know brown materials and your greens or your nitrogen is your food scraps coffee tea pasta rice you know manures those would be your nitrogen sources. Um, any container will do. I do have a beautiful system that's made in Ontario. It's a tower composter, um, but any container will do. So you need a nice balance, a nice environment for the worms. Um, this is aerobic process, meaning with oxygen, so it doesn't smell like rotting food, even though you're putting rotting food in. Oh, um, you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Phew>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you bury your scraps in. The worms eat about half their weight per day in food scraps. And these are special worms. These aren't um, the Canadian night crawlers that come out when it rains. These are, they're called red wigglers. Okay. And they're really the optimum composting worm. Um, they're spoiled indoor worms, I say. They, they, they're temperature sensitive. So uh, 16 to 28, like room temperature is perfect. You don't need to heat your place more. Okay. Um, Airflow, so you need to have holes in the bin, and moisture, so about 75% humidity. So you would have your bedding about 75%. And it sounds sciencey, it isn't. You you know, it really is. Um, the worms are very adaptable, very forgiving, and then they turn all of that material into I call it black gold. It's compost right. castings. It's worm poo. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 
right? And you, the worms convert this material into a form that is readily available to be taken up by the worms. So the plants and the compost have this symbi symbiotic relationship. We don't need to add chemicals. We just need to feed the soil and the soil would feed the plant for us. Beautiful. Yeah. And you gave me a stat, so I, and I don't want to mess it up, but in relation to the number of worms can consume how much human compost waste in a year and the impact of that, was it like a pound to a ton or something? Yeah, a, a pound of worms and their descendants. But yeah, before I started my business, I heard that a pound of worms and their descendants could transform a ton of organic waste in a year and that the average Canadian family produces a ton of organic waste in a year. And I was like, oh my gosh, everybody needs a pound of worms. Right, and how big is a pound of worms? Like it can't, I, I mean, if you're not watching right now, but like it can't be that big compared to like, how much is a ton? A ton is massive, like, like elephant size type thing, right? Yeah, a ton, an elephant is a ton, I think, yes. Like my, my like, it just seems logical and brilliant and scientific, which of course is ringing all my bells. Um, <laughs> and I can appreciate, if I had heard that stat, at, especially at a time when I was looking for something to be attracted to, like for something to light me up. And so what a, what a great time for you to be turned on to the worm idea and then, you know, get to that opportunity of there's the women's business opportunity to learn about business plan and make that happen. Um, and to follow that passion. And, and it's, it's interesting, and I'm sure we kind of alluded to it, that everything sort of happens on the path in its own way for its own reason, even when you're not sure what that is. And so to be someone who also happens to have a psychology degree, to be able to um, have the inner knowledge and awareness of the negative emotional response as it's transpiring, it just leads you to be able to be more successful in a business that is so important, yet for a variety of reasons, gets the bad rap. So again, I'm just kind of loving how those pieces are, are aligned and, and come together. Um, and so how long have you been doing the worm business? I don't think we talked about the inception date, but. Oh, two, since 2002. Holy. That's My a, baby's 18. Wow. And, and in that time, there, I'm going to guess there've been some ebbs and flows and <laughs> yeah. What, what would you say of some of the, the high points? Like where, uh, when or where and in what ways have you found the greatest success um, with education and um, sales, I guess, but really to, to help inform the public? Where, what have been some of your best um, stories or the best journeys that you've, that you've taken in relation to that? So many. Oh my gosh, this trip is magical. And oh. You know, I, I do have an odd business, it's true. I, I, I don't recommend jumping into something so odd and so kind of repulsive for, for the majority. <laughs>